Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and Sunshine floating around here somewhere. Where are you, little guy? Oh, he's hanging out in the living room. Yeah, I see his little nose and his toes hiding under the couch. Um, so today, <clears throat> I, th- I thought we would chit-chat about uh, junk journal embellishments, placement, placement on the page, different things you can do on a page with, with embellishments and um, some of the concepts and different ways of looking and approaching the page with with those kinds of items and okay so let's define what we're talking about um when i'm talking about embellishments i'm talking about are there handmade or store-bought little elements that you can add on or glue on um to your pages maybe you're making a pocket or a tuck or a belly band or a um a side tuck or a page trim um something like that now Um, there are other things that I guess are considered commonly as embellishments, like maybe you're, um, playing with washi tape or stickers or you're hand drawing little, uh, flourishes in the corner and things like that. So those are what I'll call the icing on the cake. So the meat and potato, let's start with the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes would be the pockets, the tucks, the, maybe you're making a matchbook. Maybe adding a little notebook, um, a little petticoat style or tearaway notebook, um, maybe a bookmark, something like that. Um, Some of these embellishments might be adhered to the page permanently and other embellishments might be designed to be removed. Maybe they're only clipped on by a paper clip or they're tucked into a pocket or a tuck or a belly band or one of those wonderful other lovely little things we love to do. Um, Some other fun things that maybe aren't as that don't come to the mind right in the forefront are um, you can actually take a greeting card and glue it to the page and it can open up and maybe if it's a blank greeting card it could be a special place for somebody to write a special memento or put a photo you could even put a pocket or a tuck or a um, belly band inside the card Um, of course you could always have the card be a removable thing too but just kind of thinking outside the box a little bit I actually just glanced up at my uh, my messy um, one, two, three, four, four shelf bookcase over there, which is bur- like, it's just like bursting with stuff that needs to be organized. And some of the things on there are greeting cards. And I thought, you know, that's right. We can have a lot of fun with a greeting card. Um, you can cut a window out of the front of the greeting card and you could have something show through as you close the greeting card you could put some acetate there to make a window or just leave it open it doesn't have to be something like that you could even create you know what you could do this is so cool i just thought of you could create a little pop-up so when you open the greeting card you'll have something that actually pops up um like a little paper folded in a fancy origami way so that when you open it it comes to life um does anybody remember the pop-up books back in the uh, 60s and 70s. I love those. Oh my gosh. My little best friend next door, she was two years older than me and she had some pop-up books and I didn't have any yet. And boy, did I covet her pop-up books. I just wanted to sit there and turn those pages and have those little magical things pop up over and over. Wouldn't it be neat to have a little like mushroom forest pop-up or a fairy pop-up or a butterfly pop-up? I did a a short series on pop-ups. Just some very basic, easy ways to make pop-ups in your junk journals they're a fun element to add um i don't know maybe it just makes me think of those days but uh um 
um, that would be easy to do in a greeting card. Yeah, you could totally do that. And these are very simple ways to make them um, very beginner friendly. So if you want to check that um, playlist out on my YouTube channel, feel free to check that out. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, the rambling thoughts of Pam at the Paper Outpost today. Um, so back to why we sat down here to talk about embellishment places. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, so first obvious place, dead center. It can be good. I know it's not a common place people go for, but it it can be very good. It can be um, very focal. It directs the eye to the center. It also um, it can be something that if you want to remove it, you could you could velcro it on or you could magnet it on um, different ways. So you know you're thinking like, how on earth do I get it to stay in the center without having a pocket or a tuck or something like that? Those are a couple of ways. But if you want to glue it down, it's perfectly okay to glue down. If you want to take, um, I used to love, not I used to love, I still love, to take poems and quotes and things like that and just tear them out of a book, a nice torn edge all the way around and just glue that whole um, poem right to the center of a page just so it was something to inspire somebody possibly if they um, wafted by as they were turning the pages of the journal. Um, you never know what's going to inspire somebody else. You just got to put it down and let the magic happen. And it's usually not what you think is going to inspire them. It's going to be something else. Like you put this beautiful, you know, piece of artwork down and it's the color of the purple that you used or something like that that intrigues them. You just, you never know what it's going to be, but you just got to let it go and let it go to the universe and just have it, have it do its good out there in the world. And, um, the magic will happen. Um, <clears throat> okay, so central placement of any item um, that is to be adhered uh, to the page um, can also be turned on an angle. So that's kind of a fun thing. You can rotate it 45 degrees this way, that way, or any degree of your choice. Um, you can put the whole thing on sideways. You can put it on upside down for fun. There are no rules in this. You are invited to play and experiment and, and do it wherever your heart takes you. You just follow that road. And um, another fun thing that you can do in the center is a little, uh, I don't know, I call it like a trifold brochure, but instead of opening left to right, it opens up to down. And that's a fun way to add a pretty piece of stationery or a pretty book page that you come across. Maybe you've got an old Sears catalog and you want to put a pretty um, section of ads there. And maybe you don't want to cut out all the individual ads, but maybe you just want to maybe make a block of them and then tri-fold it and just glue the back part to it. And uh, the person can then open it and take a look at the whole thing. That's kind of a fun thing. You can do that with a large page too. Sometimes we come across some amazing ephemera or old papers or interesting papers and we just gosh darn it we don't want to cut them up we don't want to traditionally just fold them and paper clip them on you can fold them so that there's a back that will can be glued to the um the page i know i know you can even use removable glue or temporary glue or or some kind of like temporary tape but you could technically do this oh and i got another trick for you too okay um 
So let's say you put that there, you fold it all up, and now it could be much bigger than your journal once it's unfolded. But since you're folding it all up, it will hide inside your journal. So that's kind of a fun thing to do. Um, another thing you can do if you want to put something in the center is to put a horizontal belly band. And let's say you have a very precious piece of ephemera you don't want to glue. You want it to be removable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you want it to be easy to access you can put your belly band there and you can fold your beautiful piece of ephemera maybe it's a beautiful piece of music paper or dictionary paper or antique ledger um, fold it up and then fold it in half and have it hang over the belly band and that way it's easy to remove and easy to replace it's actually quite amazing how much you can get behind a belly band I don't know there must be some kind of Roman architectural you know formula to how wide your belly band is and how much stuff you can st stick behind it but it's quite a bit very strangely so I would I would say I'm gonna go out there on a on a limb and say this that you can tuck more in a belly band than you can in a pocket or a tuck at least mine because my pockets and tucks tend to be kind of tight because I glue them right to the page there's no accordion or anything like that it's just smack on there and I like that because it holds things snugly and then they don't fall out and fly all over the place but I have noticed the belly band. Whether it's north and south or east and west, vertical or horizontal, there's more breathing room back there. So it's kind of like, do you remember when you were like either stretching out a skipping rope or a garden hose and you tried to pull it as tight as you could to have no bow in the center and there was always some level of bow. You couldn't quite get it taut. I think it has something to do with that. In there somewhere, feel free engineering people come in and validate my theory or invalidate it <laughs> I don't know but uh, I think um, there's always a little something there you know a little wiggle room so maybe you have something a little more bulky like um, maybe a handwritten letter that's in an envelope and maybe the handwritten letter is multiple pages so it's a little bit chubby you know and we've got to work with our chubby pieces too nothing wrong with a little chub in a junk journal and that can be a really special place to put something because it's so impactful and so wonderful you can put it in the center I don't know there's something about the central location I'm going on and on about the center we're, we're never we're, okay let's move on um, so then you have your four corners of a page I'm on talking one single page so let's say you open up the book and you're looking at the left side of the page that side you can put something in each corner um, you can put something in three corners or two corners you can take little triangles and make catty corner um, tucks and then you can tuck something bigger in the center that's kind of a cool way to hold things and it gives you gives the eye some interest it's also easily accessible and replaceable for the person and you don't have to glue your piece of ephemera down it can stay uh, footloose and fancy free that's kind of a fun place to put a po uh, like a vintage postcard or maybe um, an antique Victorian trade card, something like that, or maybe some black and white photos. That would be very cool. Cabinet cards are also served very well that way. Um, and you can do upsy-downsy tucks, like 
one tuck at the top, one tuck at the bottom. Just glued the top and the bottom free on the sides so you can accommodate any width of item that you would like to put in there. And it doesn't always have to be old ephemeral. Maybe it's a hand drawing that you did or maybe a watercolor that you did. Um, uh, it could be something new that's beautiful. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful new things, uh, pages from books, or maybe you um, fussy cut some flowers out of a book or something like that, or butterflies, and you just want to uh, maybe put them in an envelope and give them, put them in one of those types of tucks, the upsy downsy tuck. And then that gives the recipient something to play with. Maybe they, maybe they want to play in their journal too. Or maybe this is just a journal of inspiration and then they can make one themselves. Maybe a lot of people do get inspired to make them themselves. Um, but you can also give them um, ideas by what you do. And then if they get so excited, they can take out all your removable stuff and go decorate more on their own and just have a, a field day goofing around. So sometimes it's nice to have a starter journal of somebody else's, maybe a gift that somebody gave you or you saw something on YouTube or um, something like that where there's some tangible ideas that you can see. How did this person approach that? How did they put interesting things together to tickle the imagination um, and how what level did they take it to? And there's no right or wrong level. Um, you can do Chunky Monkey. You can do sim simplistic, very minimal. You can make an entire <clears throat> junk journal totally decorated on the inside with no bulk. I mean, just by using your hand drawing, painting, um, very flat stickers, washi tape, uh, lines. You can draw lines on a page and maybe put some rubber stamps on the top and the bottom to give them a focal point to write a special something. There's just a lot of fun ways that you can do uh, a flat journal if you want that. And all they're all good. There's no, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Just do whatever makes you happy um, because really that's, that's the nuts and bolts of all of this. Um, yeah, that was probably the hardest thing to let go of, the need to um, try and create something that somebody else would like. And I can't really, I can live in, only in my mind, I can only imagine what somebody else might like, but I'm going to put it through my own filter. So is it really what they would like or is it what I would think they would like? And then am I changing or altering or accommodating what I would have done naturally? And I've tried to let go of the need to like, presuppose what somebody else would like and just have fun on the paper. I try and tell myself when I was sitting down, this is a little blank canvas, this one page, just have fun with it. That's your only mission today. Have fun on that page. Don't worry about the next page. Don't worry about the pages you did yesterday. Just look at this page and just, let's have some fun today. Let's use some color. Let's maybe cut and paste. Maybe let's tear. Let's um, use some elements we haven't used in a while. Let's rummage around in our drawers and look to see what all the stuff we bought that we haven't used yet. Right? Right? Hello? <laughs> yes. I'm looking around my craft room right now going, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff. Um, but it's a, it's a good thing. It is a very good thing um, to go shopping in your own place and just see what on earth you collected because it happens overnight. Once you get bitten by the junk journal bug, everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. We have established that fact, correct? So you will come home with hauls, hoards, collections, uh, great buys, great deals, great steals, had to have them, 
the um, impulse buys, um, can't stop, can't go buy a garage sale without stopping, have to stop at the estate sale, pull into the flea market, let's see what your neighbor's throwing out in the garage, get down to the Goodwill you go. I mean, I know, I know, I've been there, I've lived the life, I'm there with you. And you know, the, the hunt really is half the fun, I have to admit. Um, it is, just explore, relax, be kind, have fun. That's it, that's it. That's, that's the entire mission for your junk journal page, your day, your life. Oh, you can try it on for size to see if it fits for you. Um, I think it's a good one. Um, <clears throat> so you do have the corners. Now let's re- re- let's kind of pull ourselves out of thinking about the corners and let's just look at the sides, like the, the top, the, the left side, the right side, and the bottom. The straight, the straight lines, I guess. I don't know, the straight edges. Page trims very fun lots of fun so many things can be used for page trims different papers different scrapbook paper different like old newspaper um torn handwriting oh it could look so cool on uh as a page trim um and the page trim can overhang the edge of the page or it can be nicely nestled and neatly inside the journal it doesn't have to take up a lot of room a page trim can also be um, some peg stamps that you just go up the side of the page just to make a, a visual line. Doesn't have to take any bulk. Um, take up any bulk. It can just be very flat and thin. You could put a row of stickers. You could um, uh, take some gelatos and just whoosh some color. It's kind of like um, they feel like lipstick to me almost, or eyeshadow in a stick. And you can just smudge them and make pretty, pretty smudges. You can do little doodles all the way up. Little. Um, Zentangles. I was talking to a woman today in Hobby Lobby about Zentangle and neurographic art. You could do neurographic art as a as a uh, page trim. You can also do page tabs. Oh, there's like a myriad of things you can do with page tabs. You can make them complicated. You make them simple. You can make them from clusters. You can punch them out with the fancy punches. You can tear your own. You can make them from fabric, from paper, from um combinations of those things together uh and kind of get out of the like think traditional page tab maybe it has a word going down the side like wishes hopes dreams that can look very beautiful and very classic and very neutral and very mm, period piece um victorian sherlock holmes kind of i don't know it's just like expedition book style that can look so cool um you can print out some words from your computer on t- with your printer and just have some nice font like maybe some old typewriter font typewriter font something like that would look really cool um you can also handwrite the words you can they don't have to be words they can just be a little butterfly or a little tulip hand drawn it can be another peg stamp it can be it doesn't have to be anything that means anything um it can just be for inspiration just something for fun we're just having fun we're just making things to tickle somebody else's imagination and see where they go with it you could even glue little pieces of like lavender buds and things like that down a page trim oh that would that would be really cool um i'm looking at some dried lavender i have on the other side of the room there you are hello dried lavender i do see you i may have plans for you just stay right where you are i don't think it's going anywhere um there's no threat of that and um so let's just slide into, okay, I'm ta- I guess I'm talking the zones of the page. Now imagine a giant X on your page. You could follow the lines of the giant X and put something 
like little peg stamps in the shape of the giant X. You could cut the giant X almost to the corners, but not quite, and then fold them back and have them peek through at the page before, creating an embellishment just from the page itself. You could actually glue two pages together and just cut the first one and open up the X. That kind of sounds like a fun idea. Why does somebody do that? Write that down. I don't think I've done that before. X and then glue two pages. We'll try that. Pages. That might look cool, kind of like something's bursting through a page. Um, there's just a lot of different things you could do. I don't know if we fully fleshed out all the possibilities, but we did dabble and had a lot of fun with it today. So I hope you enjoyed that. Remember, um, if you are not aware, uh, my fabric packs are currently up for sale. Um, they're going quickly. I only have a limited supply. If you're interested, I would suggest getting one. They're in my Etsy shop and uh, they will ship priority mail shipping either that day or the next day as soon as I can get them out. And I like to ship quickly for you guys. So, cause I know it's like a, you know, you order something, you want to get it as fast as possible. So I do, everything is already packaged already. So all I have to do is print the labels and put them on. So everything is dandy. Sunny Bunny is fine. If you don't know, I have a free monthly email newsletter. You get a free digital image and note from the bookmaker which explains what a junk journal is um a checklist of supplies and page list of ideas so there you go folks i hope you're having fun happy crafting and we'll talk again take care bye bye <laughs>